everybody, Mike Jeffers, Chicago Jazz Magazine, chicagojazz.com. Welcome to another episode of Around Town. On this segment, because we're doing a couple of segments down on Around Town, we've got the pianist Jake Shapiro is on the show this morning. He is doing a very special show November 9th at 7.30 p.m. in a very unique spot. They started doing music up there about a year, year and a half ago. It's a great place. I've been up there before to hear music and also to do some private event playing up there myself. It's in Kenilworth. It's at Assembly Hall in Kenilworth, 410 Kenilworth Avenue, Kenilworth assemblyhall.com for tickets because you're going to want to get those so jake thanks for jumping on real fast this is an exciting show coming up on november 9th at 7 30 the beatles reimagined so let's talk about this this is with your quintet and let's talk about the project first how did the project come about and you must love the beatles in order to put this whole thing together so what inspired you with that type of music yeah well thanks for having me mike i'm excited to be part of the series um you know, like for so many people, the Beatles is extremely nostalgic for me. I, I grew up listening to this music with my dad, my dad's favorite band. Um, you know, every Sunday morning growing up, we would listen to Breakfast with the Beatles on WXRT. And uh, it just has always, always been a part of me, always been a part of my life. And um, I've I've done a couple of Beatles arrangements through the years, um, but... I don't know. I just I just felt it was time to put something like this together. You know, I think always in the back of my mind, I wanted to do a project like this. Um, and it's really meaningful to be able to present this music, all, all brand new arrangements. And this this music really, I mean, because, you know, a lot of people have played a lot of the Beatles tunes in the jazz format. It just lends itself so much just playing it straight, but then even reharmonizing it and reimagining the grooves and reimagining the arrangements. It just that type of music just continues to live on and organically can grow over the years as it has for what, geez, I don't know, 40, 50 years now, which is amazing to me. It's been around that long. It's, it's crazy. I, I mean, I've, I've always loved the Beatles, but I have um, just a much deeper appreciation for what they've done kind of going through all this music. And I, I miss, I must've listened to everything in preparation for this mm -hmm. project. It's just, it's such great music, um, such great songwriting. And you're right, it's, it stood the test of time. I think this music is still relevant. Um, it's finding new audiences. Um, and so it's cool to be able to kind of put my own spin on this stuff. Yeah, well, and actually this is kind of timely, right? Because they just actually today are putting out a new Beatles tune. Like the last one, they, they used AI, for those of you that don't know, they used AI to pull off some of John Lennon's uh, vocals from a 1972 or 71 cassette, Paul McCartney, Ringo. It, it's an amazing, I haven't heard the track yet, but the whole process on how they did it, but it's, it's an actual new Beatles tune that they just put out, kind of an unfinished tune that they just finished. So that's coming out today. And you're playing on November 9th at 7.30 at Assembly Hall in Kenilworth. Talk a little bit about who's in the group. Now, the Beatles reimagined. Is this a, a, also a recording of it, I'm assuming? And it's coming out or it's out already? Because I, I don't know if I read that yet i heard some of the tracks and they sound a couple of the tracks you sent along and they sound great so i'm just curious is this a project that's already out or is it coming out so uh we're actually going to go into the studio the following day on friday um and i don't know if i'm going to release any of that music yet um you know i'm I, I really feel like this project is um something that's relatable to a lot of people um i think it has some legs so i'm i'm, I'm hoping to be able to book some more shows with this um, but I think in the future, I'd love to release an album of this music. 
Um, you know, I love, I, I, I love the fact because you're you're like probably the fifth or sixth person I've had on the show that actually puts a gig together, plays the gig live, and then goes in the studio, which I think is a great process because you can play the stuff. You you've got it fresh in your mind. You probably rehearse before you even play the gig. Then you play the gig, and then the next day you go in. Now it's like you guys are playing a lot more naturally than just all showing up in the studio and running through some rehearsal stuff and then trying to record tracks. I love that process. I think it's great, especially for this type of music. Yeah. I've, uh, I've had too many uh, bad experiences in the past. <laughs> so I know better now. <laughs> well, talk about who's in the group too. Yeah, sure. I'm, it's a great band. I'm excited to play with these guys. Um, so I have uh, a singer, Danielle Wartz. Uh, she's coming in from New York from the show and, Danielle someone that I've um, great friends with, I've worked with for years. Um, so I'm really excited to have her on this project. And then the rest of the band are local Chicago musicians. Um, I have Neil Carson on saxophone. Um, and I have Clark Summers on bass and Neil Hemphill on drums. Great, great, great rhythm section. I mean, that, that, that it's going to be really hip to hear that group. And, and Danielle is just wonderful. I had her on the show, I think last fall or last spring, whenever it was when she was coming through town on another time, she's fascinating too. I mean, just so that, that whole group playing these tunes is going to be just dynamite. So the Beatles reimagined November 9th, 7 30 PM assembly hall, 410 Kenilworth Avenue in Kenilworth. It's right by the train station. For those of you who are downtown, take the Metro, go straight up there, get off, walk on over see the show kennelworthassemblyhall.com and i'd be remiss if i didn't say jake shapiro jazz.com go find out about jake and we talked before we came on the show i'm going to have him back on the show because he has a, a lot of thoughts on uh music education and how the entrepreneurship part of it should be taught in schools and he's preaching to the choir with me so if i started going down that wormhole right now we talk for three mm -hmm. hours and the around town would turn into a saga. So we won't do that this time, but I will have you back on, Jake, so that we can talk all about that stuff. Congratulations yeah. on the show. Have a great gig November 9th there in uh, Kenilworth. And uh, great to meet you virtually. And hopefully I'll see you in person at some point soon. Thanks, Mike. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. As I always say, all the information is on chicagojazz.com. And until next time, hopefully I will see somebody out on the scene. Hey everybody, Mike Jeffers, Chicago Jazz Magazine, chicagojazz.com, and I am very happy to be joined by two incredible guests today, Richie Goods and Chen Chen Lu. They are coming to Promontory November 9th, of course, at 5311 South Lake Park Avenue, right there in Hyde Park Promontory, chicago.com, with their new project, well, it's not a new project, but their new recording called Connected, and they have an incredibly interesting project now richie and i talked a couple of years ago about a separate project but when this came out back on my radar i just thought this was perfect and the music's incredible i've taken a listen to some of the youtube clips they've sent to me so i'm going to link things up down below so you can check all that out but november 9th they're going to be here in chicago richie chen chen thanks for being on the show and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you here in chicago Oh, thanks so much for having us on the show, Mike. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> for sure. So let's talk about this project, first of all. How did how did the two of you get together on this project and put it together? Because it's really fascinating. It happened during COVID, right? Right. Well, uh, basically, me and Chen Chen met 2019. We were doing a tour together with uh, Jeremy Pelt. Um, I ended up producing her first, her debut record, The Path that um, you probably heard that 
has done really well. And um, she also played on the the release that um, uh, you had me on the show about uh, Mogu Miller. Yes. Uh, My Left Hand Man. She played on one song on that. But during the pandemic, uh, you know, we were working together a little bit. So we start practicing during the pandemic just to have something to do since we didn't have any shows. We started writing music together. We thought we were going to release a few singles. It blew up into a whole record. And it was, um, but the record ended up having a lot of meaning because of all the um, division in the world that was going on during the um, pandemic. I mean, it still goes on, but it was, it just seemed like the world was so divided during the pandemic and we were trying to make sense of it. And so that's what kind of, what this record spawned out of. You know, I, I love the quote that you guys, I don't know if it's on the original recording, but the quote that's in your press stuff mm-hmm. that you sent me, and it's a project that would unify people and invoke an imagery of love and peace, which, you know, that could be for every time. But I, I love that because that's almost like, that's like the mission statement, right, of the entire project. Oh, it totally is. Yes. Totally is. Yeah, well, you know, Chinchin not being from the United States, um, and me being an African-American and, um, you know, during the pandemic, there was the Black Lives Matter movement, the Asian hate crimes and everything. And she didn't understand it because she's not from this, this country, but even myself, I've never really understood it. And we're trying to make sense of everything because we just truly believe we're just one family. We We, we don't really get it. So... This is uh, the discussions we were having as we were writing the music. So um, that's what this project ended up being all about is um, instead of doing a project that uh, focused on our, like on virtuoso chops and virtuoso skills on our instrument, it's more of a record of, um, that has a meaning that hopefully will, you know, people get a message of uniting people and everything. So, so Chen Chen, I've got to ask you, because I'm a percussionist, I went to school for percussion, and those of you that watch the show know that already, but I've got to ask what it's like to compose music and collaborate with a bass player, because, you know, you you play vibes, four mallets, and all the incredible stuff, right, and you can keyboard, and usually that's usually then you, usually people write music maybe with maybe backing up a vocalist or backing up a trumpet player, and they're laying the chords down, but it's got to be something different when you're actually laying down and starting to compose with a bass player who's who's actually able to talk to the instrument back and forth a little bit differently than you would if you were composing with a pianist or composing with a guitarist, isn't it? Yeah, but I feel like vibraphone is one of those instruments can play the melody. Mm-hmm. So having a bass player is just a complete um, for mm-hmm. my composition process. So I... That's why I love work, working with Richie because it's just, uh, you know, vibraphone is such a high frequency instrument. So it's really nice to have a bass player when I compose because it's a contrast. Do, do, so, do you feel like you get, I, you get I, other, do you feel like you get other ideas because you're hearing the lower ends and, and he's kind of intertwining with some of the melody ideas you're having? 
Yes, because I before I start to play percussion, I was gonna uh, play cello. So I always like kind of low frequency stuff. <laughs> but you know, because some I didn't know that <laughs> you didn't know that I didn't tell you. But because you know, I was in the special music education system in in Taiwan, so I. I couldn't pick cello because someone has the higher score than me when we took the entrance exam. So, but we we were all uh, major in piano, but mm-hmm. uh, because I was not that great, so someone took cello, so I took percussion. But ended up that's this is the very good arrangement for me. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think we we'll still have a higher score than you now? Oh, no, well, no, I don't know. But... <laughs> well, I, the yeah. thing I don't, the thing that's not fair is that they got a higher score, so they got to play cello, and then they put you on percussion. It's like, come on, man, it should be the opposite way around because percussion, you've got all these different instruments you've got to play. That's not fair. Well, it could have been worse. They could have put her on bass. That's <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> you weren't supposed to agree with that, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. well I, so let, let let me let me just tell everybody so promontory november 9th 7 p.m is the doors 8 p.m is the concert now let's talk about who's going to be with you both um you got a killer killer group with you and is this the group that you guys are traveling by the way they're in taiwan right now so if there's a little delay here and there you understand why but this is exciting i'm glad we got them on so who's going to be joining you on uh in the rest of the rhythm section Oh man, we have an awesome band on the drums, Smithsonian. He's one of my um, homies from Pittsburgh and everything. Um, uh, but a generation after me. <laughs> but uh, and he's also an amazing singer, so he he's gonna sing some with us and everything. And we have uh, Jordan Peters uh, from Canada, but they're both they're all everyone's living in New York now. But Jordan Peters on guitar. And he's awesome as well. And and I just mentioned because Richie, you were at Promontory before, and I I mean I love that room. It's got that it's a it's a big enough room where you can get a nice crowd, but it's also gives you that intimate feel in there, exactly. and everything. And everybody over there is just dynamite. So, how did you end up coming to Chicago? Because I remember looking over your schedule. You're kind of is this a one off when you're coming through Chicago? Or are you on a tour right now? Kind of. Well, okay. Part of it is, uh, and I should give a big shout out to South Arts and the Jazz Road Tour Grant because we got we actually received a tour grant to uh, help supplement this tour. And so now, right now, we're in Taiwan. We've been here for about a week and a half, and uh, we come home tomorrow. I go out and do a few shows with, um, oh, Gloria Gaynor. And then we start our tour and we're doing Peekskill, New York, um, uh, Philadelphia, where else? Then Chicago, D.C. and Baltimore and then back home. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think a lot of people don't understand the cost it takes to take your own music out on the road and the fact that they have these grants and these these um, other ways to supplement income to be able to do that. These organizations are really doing something, especially for original music, especially when it comes to jazz, because, you know, being able to take a a group out on the road and playing jazz is a whole other entity than even playing in other popular music, you know? So uh, shout out to all of them. It's really great because that's the only way a lot of this creativity can get out of New York or get out of Chicago. Right. 
Right. Well, that's the thing. Coming to, coming from New York to Chicago, that could be different, uh, difficult unless you're on a tour bus tour, like with travel costs and hotels. Yeah. It's difficult to do that without support. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I want to have everybody one more time, Promontory, November 9th. And I should also mention richiegoods.com and chenchenlu.com so you can get more information on both of them before they come to Chicago. And uh, guys, thanks so much for jumping on. I know it's, I don't know, what time is it there in Taiwan? It's late, I think, in Taiwan right now, but I'm glad you guys are up and up and about. 11.20. Oh, okay. that's not too bad. 12 though. hours ahead. Well, no, 13 hours ahead of you. Right, right. 13 hours ahead of us. And that's like jazz time, right? So you guys are just getting ready to go out. <laughs> I know, normally, but we're flying back tomorrow to do shows and everything. So oh, you gotta... I think our night, uh, maybe it's not done for the night. One we'll more see. drink. One more drink. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, it's been a, it's been a blast. Days. And I look forward to meeting you both in person in Chicago. Thanks so much for jumping on. And as I always tell everybody, Thank you for watching. All the information is at chicagojazz.com. And until next time, hopefully I will see somebody out on the scene.